Hello, everyone, and welcome in. This is Raymond's Corner. Hello, and welcome into this week's episode of Raymond's Corner. This week, I have the honor and pleasure of introducing to you Bob and Amy Bronco. Bob is a podcaster, he is a writer, and also hosts a sports show on a local cable access network in the town of Massachusetts where he lives. Bob and Amy join us this week to discuss their relationship in terms of how they got started. They share some advice they would give others and what they believe is the key to a successful relationship. Thank you for joining me today on my podcast. Bob, how about we do an intro for each of you? Uh, Bob, you and Amy, you guys can do an introduction and then we'll go from there. Okay, well, I'm Bob Branco. I'm from New Bedford, Massachusetts. I am a graduate of the Perkins School for the Blind back in 1977. I then attended Bristol Community College, which is a community college. It's a two-year program. I received an associate's in business. Then I went on to finish my bachelor's at the University of Massachusetts at Dartmouth, which was then called SMU, majored in finance. Went on to have several jobs, customer service, reception, writing, health benefits counseling, telemarketing, tutoring. I've done a lot of things over the past 40 or so years. Here I am today, still working hard as ever. And you have a number of podcasts and uh, talk shows you're a part of, right? Do you want to quickly promote those? Right now, I currently do two podcasts and one cable access television show. The two podcasts are Sports Roundtable, which is a weekly show where sports fans come on and discuss the hot topics of the week. And then In Perspective, which is a dialogue show where we have special guests to come on to talk about things that benefit our listeners. The majority of the time, it's blindness issues. We've, we've also discussed health and education and politics and religion and things like that. And then we have another sports show, which I do locally on TV. So those are the three media venues that I do. And if people wish to check all uh, their, their podcasts out, you can check out BrancoEvents.com. And I believe you can also find, is your writings there as well, Bob? Yes, it is. Because I know you're, you, you do uh, writing as well. And for blind people, it is one of the best and most accessible websites available. All right. I, I should say most accessible. Yeah. It's really gotcha. very easy to navigate. And Amy, uh, would you like to give an introduction for yourself? My name is Amy Branco. I have worked here and there briefly. And briefly, what I mean by briefly is one of the, I worked at Hart Toyota for about a month due to the fact that they wanted a Portuguese speaking person. So I only lasted a month there and I've had here and there jobs and I've also worked at Tremblay's for the for a year for six months. That's a bus company. She was a uh, monitor there. Yeah, I was a monitor there. School bus. Yeah, I was about to ask bus you monitor. what that was. So I was there for six months, and being that they never uh, called me back, I'm now uh, 
unemployed. That that is um, you know, I'm you know, employment is a very difficult thing. And a lot of, especially, I'm sure the pandemic has not been an easy thing to find work. It's, um, I know a lot of people are struggling with that. Yes. So, Bob and Amy, would you? Uh, I've asked you guys to come on the podcast because I'd like to discuss with you. Not necessarily about the fact that, Bob, I know you are blind, and Amy, I know you're fully sighted, but I would like to ask you guys, what do you guys feel is, what's the glue that holds you guys together? What is the, how should we say it? Like, I guess we should say, what do you guys feel keeps your relationship strong and healthy? Understanding one another, relating to one another, communicating with one another, at all times. I think that's very, very important in a relationship. I know a lot of people that don't seem to communicate as well as they should. Uh, and as you know, there are there's lots of divorce that's very rampant in this country. And it's really not necessary. But because it takes two people to make a marriage. Amy and I were married in August of 2019. And... We have a rapport. We have an understanding, a communication, and it's just something that works out for the best. And I'm hoping that we set a good example for other people. All right. And I know for Amanda and I, you know, I, I think you pretty much hit on all the key points there. Trust, communication, understanding of each other. All those things are huge. I really appreciate you having us on the program, Ray, to to convey a message and to share our thoughts about relationships to your listeners. It's very, very kind of you to do that for us. All right. Uh, could you, if you are willing to, would you share how you guys met? I think that would be. Uh, I'll do that. Okay. There is a story behind this. All right. We love stories. Uh, you sound like Homer Simpson. I like stories. <laughs> anyway. What happened basically, back in the early 90s, I was president of an organization called the Greater New Bedford Disabled Citizens for Recreation Incorporated. And we used to raise money to hold recreational activities like field trips and dances and parties and whatnot. So we coordinated the dance. We had about 100 people who attended the dance, some members and some guests. Amy attended that dance as the guest of one of our members. That's how I met Amy. We were friends. That's all we were. She had a different life and I had a different life. She was in a relationship. I was in a relationship or about to be in one. So we remained friends for several years. And then she moved to Florida back, I believe, in 2003. Of course, we were still friends then. We just weren't communicating as much because she was over a thousand miles away. But from time to time, I heard about her through mutual friends, how she was doing. So anyway, to make a long story short, in 2016, I received a phone call in May of that year from Amy. It was out of the blue. And she wanted to know if I could find her a place to stay here in New Bedford. She was going to return to New Bedford. And could she find a place to stay? 
And I was surprised to hear from Amy. I didn't expect to hear from her because she was in Florida uh, you know, and enjoying herself. So it didn't occur to me that she would make this phone call. But I offered my help. I offered her a place to stay, which was my place. So she came back here on June 25th, 2016, and agreed to stay here temporarily until she found another place to live. The agreement was she was going to be here temporarily. Four days after Amy's arrival, we became a couple. Wow. And ultimately, she did stay, and ultimately, we got engaged, and we got married, and the rest is history. All did right. you want to add anything, babe? Yes. How did you uh, propose, Bob, just out of curiosity? How did I what? How did you propose? Well, first of all, I thought it was time to get engaged. We went and picked out a ring. We had help picking out a ring because we wanted to make sure we picked out the best ring possible. Amy was with me. It's not like I picked it out for her. I wanted her to be in on the decision-making process because it was a ring that she was going to wear as an engagement ring. So the proposal was easy because once Amy got engaged, the proposal was very easy to make. So I proposed. We waited two years from the time I proposed until the time we got married because we wanted to make sure that everything was going to be all right, you know, with jobs and finances and things like that, as any couple would worry about that before making that decision. Of course. So finally, things were just right, right enough where we started to make wedding plans. And we got married in a Catholic church, so there was a lot of preparation. Amy needed to be confirmed as an adult because she wasn't confirmed. Am I right about that? Yes, you are. You weren't confirmed uh, when you were younger, so that had to happen. And, of course, we went through all the formalities of a bachelor party, wedding shower for Amy, bridal shower, uh, and uh, all the preparations made by the priest and and the DJ for the reception and all the traditional things that couples do in preparation for marriage. We did all that. And sometimes I joke with her. I say, thank God we did this before the pandemic. Can you imagine what, what this would have been like if it wasn't for the pandemic? <laughs> I mean, if it was, in other words, let me correct myself, right? Yeah. Can you imagine what it would have been like had we done this during the pandemic? There might not have been a wedding shower or a bachelor. That's true. Party. I mean, so nothing I like mean, that. As much as it's you know humorous, the, the truth is so many people had to cancel their weddings or, um, you know, postpone them. And it's this pandemic threw such a wrench. Do you, speaking of the pandemic, do you feel like the pandemic has, in terms of your guys' relationship and marriage, made you guys stronger or has it made any difference in that area? I think it's irrelevant. The pandemic's irrelevant. We try to live our lives as best as possible. We understand about the regulations. We do what we can out of respect to the powers that be. But I think those rules, to me, neither affect nor not affect our relationship as a couple. Those are my thoughts anyway. I don't know if Amy agrees or not, but that's how I feel about it. What do you think, babe? Yeah, I I totally agree. It, It never affected us with our relationship. We were always strong in our relationship, and we just 
went with the flow, as people would say. Yeah. So, yeah, it really didn't even change too much with us in our relationship. We're just the same two people when we first uh, married, and we just been, you know, going, like I said, with the flow. Yeah, and I we're have- very happy. Well, I'm, I'm very glad and happy for both of you. I wasn't going to ask this question, Bob, but if you don't mind me asking it, I'm going to, if you're okay with it. How do you, if in any way, do you, both with you having being blind and Amy being fully sighted, have there been any challenges for you guys? I don't, I haven't foreseen yeah. very many challenges because of that at all. You know, I have a lot of, experience as a blind person where I've adjusted quite well to that. So my life is just as normal as I expect it to be based on that adjustment. So I apply that confidence and that adjustment factor in what I do in everyday life. And that includes helping Amy when I can and doing what I can for her as I'm sure she does for me too. I, I want to thank you guys for being on my program today and taking the time out and sharing your story. Well, Ray, I hope that we help other people yes. that, that, that need a little guidance. I'm not saying that everyone does, but some people out there do. And I'm hoping that our message will serve to be beneficial for those people who may question their relationships and how they stand with them. So speaking of that, because we did get on to that, what would you give them for advice? Communicate. Yeah. Say what's on your mind. Communicate. Don't hide anything from your partner. Absolutely. Be honest. Be honest with each other. Absolutely. I fully agree there. Show respect for the other person as much as you humanly possibly can. And help each other out as best as you can as well. All right. Well, thank you, guys. I appreciate your time. I will be in touch with both of you. Well, thank you for having us, Ray. We appreciate it. Thank you very much for having us, Ray. If you have any questions, comments, or other feedback, I welcome your communication. Please reach out to me with email, ray at raymondscorner.com. You can also reach me on Twitter with Raymond's Corner and Instagram, RayKG2020. And finally, Facebook, facebook.com slash Ray12000. Thank you and see you very soon for the next episode.